This is the Business on Top podcast with Shane Chernoff, VJ Patel, and Ben Siegel. It's like, Exhibit, what the hell are you doing? I just wanted my car fixed. Ha ha, ha ha, it's a taco. You guys want to do a DMX impression? No. No? No. You know! I found a website that has an article about this. I guess guess what the website's called. It's on space.com. I hope you flip your bike over and knock your two front teeth out. You leave me in the trenches taking grenades, John. Get out of here, Russia. You don't get to cheat and win. They're Hydra. The Business on Top podcast. Santa's coming down for the spicy tuna roll and Natty Light at 2 a.m. I had to say... Is there anything better than the post-brunch nap? Because if there is, there aren't too many things. If you're making a list of what are some, what are things that are universally loved? Like satisfying, like after, like yeah, puppies, puppies. Yes. Um, I think the best thing about the post-nap teachers, brunch, like it, we think we should pay the teachers a lot. Post-brunch it doesn't, nap. It post-brunch doesn't, nap. It doesn't happen often, but when it does, it's amazing. It's amazing. Yo, and needed. Yeah. It is so it's so magical. You wake up feeling so, so refreshed. You, you wipe the slate a little bit clean. You you know, you might have gotten sloppy. Had probably too many eggs. There's some hash browns in there. You <laughs> never got to, never enough hash browns and eggs. Oh, I tell you that your your mimosas. You're, you're I think nursing it a little bit from that champagne. Plus, you shut you your eyes up, for thirty minutes, and you're just a new man. You yeah. wake up and it's like two thirty or three o'clock. It's like you still have. The whole the, day, the, the night to do whatever you want, late afternoon to do whatever you want. Brunch is the perfect can opportunity. We, can we say at this point in our lives, now that we've reached thirty, that day drinking is exponentially Whoa. better than going out drinking? I at still night? got two yeah, months. Couple months. I guess couple you, months. I suppose, two months until I suppose you have yeah. some time. So I'm just so Ben's still a little it. kid. I'm still in my twenties. He's still <laughs> en- enjoy it because yeah. uh, four days after I turned thirty, I had back pain and my life was never the same. <laughs> Can't wait. Wait, it's so prime. What, so what were you saying about brunch and thirties, or you were were you oh, correlating I, I, the two? I was just saying that I think at this point in our lives, it's better to be day drinking than it is to be going out and drinking. But also, until two o'clock in the morning. while we were day or uh, doing brunch, uh, we came up with a pretty good idea. A business plan <laughs> that uh, well, hopefully will come to fruition well, at some point. Well, this was almost like born out of necessity, and uh, business on top went to brunch on on Sunday, and it was it was interesting to say the least. Um, there was a what three hour limit on Two. how long we could Two hours. Two okay, hour so we were put on the clock by the place that we went to to brunch at, and. I'm not gonna name names, but you know this place. I don't know. You got. I think you got to step it up with the tunes. I don't want to. I don't want to be slamming to, mimosas. To be fair, it was our first day of doing uh, unlo- bottomless mimosas. I don't, yeah, I like, I don't care brunch. what that is. Like you can play like Mambo Number no. Five. Don't be playing Andrea Bocelli while I'm slamming mimosas. But, yes. but it was also a two-hour time limit during a three-hour window where you could get brunch. So if you pretty much it was twelve to three was brunch. So if you came pretty much any time after one. Your window was already short. Was abbreviated. Yeah. Yeah. But so. but the joke. So the joke became, what if it was like playoff basketball, where you have a shot clock, and you only have a certain amount of time to drink all of your drinks, and there's a clock that's in front of you, and you get to buzz the waitress like you can call the flight attendant on a plane. There's a button to summon them with more, 
with more booze. And I, I don't know. I feel like something about that would be would be very successful, especially if like the clock's down to thirty seconds and you're like waving for the for the waitress. Oh, I'm wide open, and she throws you a <laughs> bottle of vodka to, to put in your Bloody Mary well, before the clock be runs out. A lot of legal implications there, but uh, yeah. Hey, get a get a big liability insurance yeah. policy. I think it'd be tough for that restaurant to retain anyone who'd want to work if they were like summoned by a bell i think what it's got to be is like if you push a button it signals to the kitchen like hey table 11 wants like 20 mimosas and the 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 waiter or waitress is like by the window i guess to the um either bar or to the um uh, yeah to the kitchen waiting area yeah Yeah. and like and like if it's under a minute they better be running they oh, better yeah. be running. If they want their tip, they better be running. <laughs> those drinks to the Not table, only that, that we came up with a good business plan, like sports-themed restaurant with a shot clock for uh, getting drinks, but also, like, to be safe. Remember we brought up, like... You could only Uber there. You could only Uber to that re- uh, that restaurant or, or brunch place. How would you prove it, though? You'd have You're- to show the ticket or your Uber ride to the uh restaurant you could partner uh, with the right it's a work apps. in it's a work in progress we're, we're workshopping this we want to also want it to be a safe environment exactly right? the whole point was being safe drink like, drink responsibly or exactly. drive responsibly yeah. i i think i would prefer both i think the whole community would be safety is important because you know that's safety is number one priority right so well fun is the number one priority at least here on the business on top podcast it yes, would be an fun. electric restaurant if like they you sat down right they you had a clock at your table and they hit it like almost like a chess clock right they hit it and your time starts and it's like right it's up on a scoreboard almost like above your table i think there should be a scoreboard for how many drinks each table consumes where it's like oh uh oh table <laughs> Table table sevens already at uh, already at eight drinks. You need to catch up. Oh, Can we you get some more Bloody Mary? We know what's gonna happen it though. Like, it'd be, yeah, we wouldn't lose. But, we wouldn't lose, and it would be a, yeah. We'd have to sleep there for. But seriously, yeah. with, without this without this crappy Andre, Andrea Bocelli, uh, you know, opera. Look, I, I I love it in like 16th century Italy. I'm sure that song was a banger. But uh, you know, the, these these days we have we the uh, remix now. Yeah, come on, you guys ever heard of Kenny Loggins? I mean, uh, what about Diplo? Kenny, Kenny Loggins. <laughs> he went from my trip to Kenny, Kenny Loggins. Loggins. Oh, I don't know. Kenny, I don't know if Kenny that's a Loggins is. Li- uh, imagine going to brunch and just hearing the best of Kenny Loggins hits. That would just make me happy. They they should just hire a DJ for brunch. That's what I think so yeah. too. It's not that hard. Just get get like a a sixteen year old high school kid who like just bought a DJ set. Get whoever you want, <laughs> or whose and parents get them in just there. bought him a DJ set. Yeah, just get a, get someone in there and just because they, they want they him to stop to masturbating. Good. They don't have to be good. Just get some like upbeat stuff. Put them in yeah. the corner. Maybe give him a tip jar, and then you know like that's how you'll get. It's a good way to keep kids off the streets too. That's kind of like a community service. You promote you promote upcoming DJs Absolutely. if they're good. You'll know. Your customers will tell you. If they're not, don't have them come back. It's pretty simple. Yeah, we have a pretty good business idea. Maybe so, we'll... Uh, this is on top takes over brunch. <laughs> if you take this idea from us, well, give us some royalty. That's a, that's Why don't we just open up a restaurant? The BOT Bi- restaurant? Business. Just like the WWE well, Bar and Grill in New York City. One of the City. worst businesses to that, open. That one really well. Restaurants. Brunch on top. Br- oh, hey. hey, we're in. I'm here for it. So... 
what is I, I know you and I had our first experience having a Negroni. Uh, yes. W- one out of ten would not would recommend. not recommend. Yeah, well, that was that was pretty much all liquor. I, I wouldn't recommend it if it's your first one and you're um, it's bottomless. Let's just say that I would not recommend going the bottomless route. Well, it's for that. it's really meant for like a nightcap. For like it's Italians, very that's what like the orig- the origin of it. It was red, so I thought it was gonna be like a Shirley, Shirley Temple, Temple, really yeah. sweet. The red, no, no. They the got the orange peel in there and everything too. Bro. Everything they that suggested that drink would be sweet. They're essentially losing money making that drink and yeah. giving it to you for <laughs> good. Product. I think good. that's the only one. Like yeah. I, I because because if you think about, I mean, uh, I don't know about those mimosas. I think there's a lot of orange juice. I don't know how much champagne was. Yeah, in you can tell. You can tell. When it's a yeah. little thick, you know, there's not enough prosecco in it. But. Campari, yeah. vermouth, and gin. Yeah. And this Negroni. It's a, this it's, Negroni needs to get out of here. I mean, I, I, I cannot believe how much booze that they threw in here. And normally I'd be happy about that, but uh, it doesn't because you mix it like doesn't even really go down smoothly. I would rather just have a vodka soda. It's. I don't it's want you to sipping. mix a bunch of crap. It's, it's not a. It's, it's not a bottomless. I le- drink. It, yeah, it's not a. I, I don't think it's a drink meant for brunch. I, I now looking back, it shouldn't even be offered as a bottomless option for. When brunch. is seltzer gonna be like a bottomless option? Oh wow, that's a good question. Look, we can have it. We could be the ones to can, do can, it. Can can bars bottomless put seltzers seltzer. on tap? Absolutely. They do. They do so. it on tap. Yeah, they ha- a lot of them have it now. Like not like local ones. If, like no, like like truly or if uh, you can keg can, beer, why yeah. can't you keg seltzer? It's have you ever seen a keg it. of seltzer, though? I yeah. haven't, but that doesn't mean it doesn't exist. I have. A keg of seltzer? Yes. Can we keg stand seltzer for yes. before the next I, episode? I would love to. Period. But yeah, yeah. Card. <laughs> keg stand. <laughs> 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 like, beer has gotten too easy. We've unlocked all the accomplishments, so now you have to do a keg stand. Keg stand. <laughs> Throughout the whole race. <laughs> or an, or an yeah. IV. Kona seltzer. Or an IV. Either or. But yes, yes, it's a thing. So. All right. I guess you learn something new every day. Yeah. Well, favorite part of the show, I just came up with a brilliant idea. Because of brunch, there's all sorts of good brunch drinks. There's the mimosa, the Bloody Mary. But there's also part of brunch is, you know, the second part of that uh, syllabic word is is the unch, which stands for lunch, which means there's a lot of food that gets involved. Breakfast, lunch. So I want to go to Ben, and I'm going to toss to him. And right now, I want to hear, oh, of all the iconic dishes, of all the things you can eat at brunch, Ben's top four brunch items. Nice. Items. Okay. Well, well wait a minute. Wait a minute. I, I want to talk about this with VJ first. So okay, what? If, if you had to pick, what are, what are your projections? I think avocado toast has to be on this list. Uh, yeah, are you talking about my list? I'm, I'm am pre- I giving input when you guys are talking right it, now? This is my, this or am is, I like pretending like I'm not? It's in like the a room. sidebar no. to his. It's kind of a, it's kind of a sidebar. It's kind of not. No, 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 I'm, no sidebar. Let's, I, let's I'm doing Mel Kuyper's big board. Of okay, well, I'll tell what? you right now, avocado toast is nowhere near my top. Wow, four. So nowhere let's near. Just hear it. Let's hear it. Wow. Okay, let's just here. Hear it. You know what? I'll even go a step further. I've never even ordered avocado toast. How could you? What kind of a millennial are you? I am. Look, he's a boomer. You must have right, bought so many go. houses. The with all money maybe after, <laughs> maybe after my top four, you'll you'll see why I've never ordered avocado toast at a restaurant. In no particular order, as always, as a favorite favorite yes. brunch items, right? <laughs> um, 
It's a top four, but in no particular order. Here we go. It's got to be one of the meals is like eggs and potatoes or Let's eggs see. and like biscuits. Like eggs and hash browns or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Eggs, eggs like and a carb. Two. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's like probably up there. It's a staple. Um, All right. Number four. No, that's no. It's like one of the four. Um, brun. Another brunch item is you go like maybe a sandwich, like um, maybe a BLT, uh, turkey, Ooh. turkey club. Turkey um, club. Normally brunch, I'm going breakfast. So normally my staples eggs, eggs and you know potatoes. Um, uh, it's tough. I wanna, I wanna like say a sausage, egg and cheese biscuit, something like that. Yeah. Well. I want to say biscuit as another one, but I don't know if that's. I guess that's separate than eggs. Uh, biscuit, like a breakfast sandwich. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's that's in there. So I'll separate that from eggs and uh, potatoes. When when they ask you bacon or sausage, what do you get? Bacon. Sausage. Oh, bacon, bacon, sausage. And, and we've had this conversation before, I think, amongst ourselves, but I think we've ever had it on air. Do you like crunchy bacon or do you like chewy bacon? Crunchy. crunchy. Yeah. Yeah. I. You know. I was so happy because for uh, for I still got one more on the top yeah, wait, four. Wait, 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 wait. I'll let you okay. finish. I'll let you finish. This boy going on a rant right here. I'll let you finish. I'm just saying I like crunchy bacon. Yeah, me. Or wait, we all I'll do. let you finish. I'm yeah, let, you'd I'm be let Taylor you. Swift in this. I'm gonna let you finish. <laughs> yeah, you'd be Taylor Swift in this. I'll let you finish. Um, number four, <laughs> brunch item. Mm. It's tough. I feel like I never go lunch in these. In this it scenario, it's, it's always breakfast. breakfast. Yeah, I'm not, I, I but there's a burger. Like you can, you, you are totally entitled to get a burger at brunch. What about French no. toast? Or what no, about like pancakes? I don't. I, I like French toast and pancakes, but it's not really a brunch. If you're gonna be drinking, I I tend to not go pancakes or French toast. Chicken and waffles. Um, oh, chicken and waffles. great brunch option. On, chicken and waffles. Come on, my oh, guy. man. Does That's like if anyone life? knows me. If chicken and waffles is on the menu. How I don't even have to look first, at the rest of the menu. That's why I was like, I was well, confused. Well, it's, it's a very heavy brunch item. I was seeing if I could find something maybe a little lighter. It's a little caloric, um, isn't it? That I found. Because you got to no, deal with the syrup. I think chicken bread. and waffles would make the, um, the, cut. the brunch cut. So it would probably be eggs and potatoes, breakfast sandwich, chicken and waffles, and, and then like one. a lunchy like sandwich, BLT, turkey club. Okay. All right. There in no particular go. order. Yes. There you have it. In no particular order. Ben's Ben's top four. Stick around. We got a lot more business on top. Brunch. Coming up. Ben's top four brunch. Ben's top four <laughs> brunch items coming up next. We break down Elon Musk buying Twitter. I've got something for the parking lot attendant of my building. We might do a get in here. And Taco Bell. Huge, huge, huge breaking news. We'll get to it in just a second here at Business on Top. Let's go. The Business on Top podcast. Is Elon Musk buying Twitter going to change the way that you consume Twitter? Are you going to alter the way that you go on Twitter? Are you going to go on it more or less? No, I'm going to go on it the same amount that I go now. Is anything supposed to change? I deleted mine. Because did you actually? It? I did. Yep, deactivated my account. Because he bought it? Yep, had enough. Twitter oh, is so dang. Twitter is so toxic to begin with. Okay. And with him just loosening the reins and being like, say whatever you want to say, be whatever you want to be, it's just going to make it even even more toxic. I don't need that. If there's an important tweet, someone's going to put it out in the mainstream news. Someone's going to talk about it on the networks. Somebody's going to report about it in a newspaper. I'll find it. 
I don't, I don't need it right when it happens. I'm good. So I, I guess that's, I mean, for you for sure, but like there are a lot of people that rely on Twitter for their businesses as well. Oh, yeah, so, absolutely. Like, you can't like get off Twitter just because Elon got on or whatever it is. But I mean, social um, media is a big part of marketing these days. But marketing is not part of my job. I don't really care for right. marketing. Yeah. Um, I think there's a lot. There are probably a lot more cons to Twitter than there are pros. But every now and then you get a funny conversation like the one that Snickers had with all the corporate sponsors about uh, about the alteration <laughs> of their candy bar. But and, just think about like think about like the the gravity of this whole situation. It's like Elon Musk literally in two days just said, "Oh, I'm going to buy Twitter," and within like a week. The deal is pretty much done. But you know what's funny? He he did something similar. I don't know if you remember this where I don't remember it was like if it was like a stock buyback or he said something about buying something. And remember he tweeted funding secured and like the SEC like just totally flipped out and fined him yes. like millions and millions of Do you remember what that was about? Because I can't. But I thought this was gonna be another funding secured situation, but apparently Jack Dorsey's ready to turn this company over to him. Because he's offering an amount that's he gave way over Yeah, is essentially that's what it was. So um, how much is the Twitter creator or CEO going to get? I, I don't know how much he's billions, going to get, but right? he's, I mean, he's, he's got to be a billionaire. He's buying it for like way, way more per share than it actually is worth. Is worth right? Yes. So the stock, like shareholders, are very excited, but I mean, but it's a little weird because I feel like he's. Elon's also, I don't want to say backing out of it, but he's, like, putting himself in a position where it's very controversial. Like, it's – because he, like, he, he berated a couple of the high-end uh, uh, Twitter um, officials or whatever. Didn't he also call someone a pedo, like, not recently, but a few years back, and he got in big trouble for that as yeah. well? I'm going to I'm gonna cover – This my, guy's all over the place. I'm going to be guy. journalistically responsible here. Well, you guys filibuster. I want to yeah. find that just to make sure that we don't Like, get he's sued. done a lot of good for society, but he's also, like, very sketchy. I'm convinced him buying Twitter, he's got some sort of long-term play that yeah. he's going to use Twitter – he, he has some vision of Twitter that no one else sees right now. But, I mean, he's he definitely bought it for a reason. He didn't buy it just to buy it. He He's saying it's for his free speech, and he wants like, no, everyone to. No, he's but got yeah, Speaking of, so that's, of free speech, Elon Musk won a defamation case because he tweeted pedo guy at pedo? Uh, one of the British cavers who rescued some uh, trapped Thai school kids a couple of Oh, years I just back, watched a so. documentary on that. You guys should watch it. It was really yeah. good. So, okay, we're covered. We're good. Proceed. Now let's uh, get back to a regularly scheduled business on top. I think well, he's we'll got some ulterior motive for buying Twitter. What it is, I don't know, but... It's not official, by the way. It's it's not like a done deal yet. Yeah, but, but I feel it's, like it's... It's essentially it's all they're probably going crying now it's at this done. point. So yeah. I think it was, what, $44 billion they said? So what is that, like not even half of his net worth? It's got to be half, like... Half, like quarter maybe. <laughs> Did so you, how? Do, okay, here's a question: more. How does that work? Like, th- that money just gets wired, or how does that? No, he he gets funding from uh, different like lenders and like different investors. But how does that bill? How does billions go to Jack of Twitter? Exactly. Well, it There's doesn't. Like it doesn't go directly that are to him. In, in the, the money buyout. goes to the company, which then gets distributed to the, I believe the shareholders who are selling their shares over to him. Am I wrong about that? Well, how do you, how do you pu- okay? Let, 
Let me just make it simple. How do you transfer business on top? The podcast where we have no idea what the hell we're talking about. Into like that's into what I've been trying account. to tell you. There's, it's the funding is coming from multiple sources for him. Like, it's not just one. Like his bank accounts like transferring money to right. Like he, Venmo. He, he's, he's not also, Venmoing. He's, he's not Venmoing. He's got to sell his Tesla shares too. To, no, no, no. To but buy this as well. no. I'm not even worried about how he's getting it. Like, how does someone? I don't care if even if it's like forty four one billion dollar transactions, how is that money being transferred to another account? It's being wired, right? Oh yeah. yeah I would yeah. assume so. And yeah. through a bank. With any big yeah, through a bank, yeah. And someone just wakes up and that account's got a billion dollars. It's funded, in. yeah. I mean that's basically what direct deposit is, yeah. just in a very smaller scale. That's yeah, crazy. All these banks Isn't all it? these big banks can handle those transactions. It, it happens on a daily basis. Just the idea that, like, you can wake up and you've got a couple more. Yeah, but so what's the whole thing that, like, I don't know. Well, put it, I'm going to put it on the poll because, Ben, you brought up a very interesting topic. and It's a uh, – It's there's So the, the issue is, like, he's getting funding from, like, multiple different parties to, to finish this transaction, right? So um, – if one party like backs out, then he's obviously gonna have some issues. Yeah, but, but he could front. He, I mean, he could front any money that's not covered. Right? Well, no, not exactly. Like he, a lot of billionaires are not liquid like that. They actually a lot of them are, have equity. They all have equity, so like they don't have the money on hand to like just give you like here. Here's forty four billion dollars from my bank account. A lot. A lot of them use leverage like from different people to get like sources of money that's how like rich people get richer i feel like i feel yeah. like money at that yeah. level is just almost made up it, it's like extent. a bigger loans yeah to, to, to fund everything it's like else. hey i've got blank and it's like just trust me yeah like no it's basically what it is because they they know like they're gonna most of the time they're gonna be covered like the banks or whoever's lending them the money so like they take these big ass this big loan out a lot of it's just like dealt in hypotheticals i mean have you guys I mean, you watched. We watched a couple episodes of Winning Time together. Ben, have you watched Winning Time? No. Where like the transaction of how how Jerry Buss initially bought the Lakers. He originally was going to do it through through real estate, but then he said, "Look, I'll give you, I'll give you like a percentage interest of uh, shares in the team, and um, at least that way, like your your equity will grow, and that will will make up the cost of." Uh, covering the transaction of me buying the Lakers, a lot of <laughs> a lot of it is there's just like a lot of a lot of like mumbo jumbo and crazy negotiation when it comes to closing sales. It's above my pay grade. I, I'll yeah. be honest with you, I yeah. am much more comfortable talking about something that has to do in the area of law, such as the uh, Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial. Yes, I, I, someone pooped on someone's bed. Well, I'm gonna shit in Ben's bed if uh, if That's he doesn't. If he doesn't include news. if he doesn't include avocado toast in his next <laughs> top four brunch items, because I'm, avocado I'm up for that challenge. Iconic, the shit in Ben's bed challenge. I'm up for that. We'll we'll, uh, we'll, we'll ask give me you this tomorrow. Topic. Okay. Well, good thing we're going to Taco Bell tonight. So you're in for <laughs> you're in for a rude awakening, sir. But you know, I thought I, I I did think that like that trial was interesting and like it's it's becoming memes. Has that made its way to you, or is that just is that just a lawyer thing? Have you guys seen like Johnny Depp on the stand reacting to the the lawyer consistently objecting? Yeah, to no, every I've, time? I've heard of it just being a joke and how bad uh, Amber Heard's lawyer has been. 
I but I am like very surprised no that this person is is a trial lawyer, let alone a high profile trial lawyer. I don't know where she found this guy, but I think um, in my experience doing litigation and and being a trial lawyer, and this is I don't know, is this the first time I've really like talked talked about work? On the podcast, uh, I mean, sixty-two episodes. I usually like to talk about whether people pee in the shower, so this is kind of a, this is kind of an interesting turn for me. But like when you're in trial, uh, the number one rule that they teach you when you try cases is you don't ever ask a question that you don't know the answer to. Right. So he's sitting there and he's asking questions and he's like inviting a different answer than than he would ever expect. Right. And so, I mean, my my approach, if I would, if I were to put a witness on, is you know, I'm going to ask you a series of questions that are in the yes or no format. If you don't think you can answer in just a strict yes or no, you please let me know, okay? Yeah. And then you continue to ask, and and at that point, if there is a there is an answer, you object on that basis. But he just he just let him go. He was asking open ended questions at trial, as if he didn't have the opportunity to ask these same questions at deposition, and it just. It just seems it, like a, a, a. It's a very ass backwards way of trying a case, I think, and um, I, I would say that Johnny Depp's winning in the court of public opinion just because of how how funny his reactions have been to the other lawyer. Well, he knows he's just like this guy is not as good as he should be. The the lawyer on uh, Amber Heard's side. Uh, it's just it's a recipe for disaster. I feel like it, at this point they're just trying to like, you know, pull teeth to try to get like. I, uh, I, I don't even know I, what's going on with like the substance of the trial. I just am fascinated with the procedural aspect of the the lawyer asking Johnny De- or asking I think it wasn't it was I think it might have been an expert witness about some injuries and he said, Well the, I spoke with another doctor, another expert witness who told me and he immediately objects to hearsay on the basis of hearsay and he goes to the judge and the judge goes ahead and tells him you look you asked the question i can't sustain your own objection to your (laughs) own question and and it's it's really surprising to me that like these are celebrities who can afford really really good lawyers and they are still steered in the wrong direction to get somebody who objects to his own question at a really important trial yeah well i haven't really followed along yeah Yeah, well (laughs) Put another uh, poll. Is Amber Heard going to poop in that guy's bed? <laughs> Again? Please do not. No, I haven't really followed along. I mean, I've seen, you know, stuff here and there, but um, that's what's headlining the news right now, I guess. That and Elon Musk. And, Have you ever been so yeah. ma- mad at anybody that, like, that's something that you've, like, been tempted to do? No. no. I, I wouldn't even Don't think say You can't say like no. That. No, that's a lie. But you just said you're you're going to do that. If I well, it's an yeah. if. It's an if, and not I am. <laughs> well, just, the thought has crossed just, your mind. Just, no, just just don't do the uh, thing, and then top I won't in court next yeah. week. No, if I don't include avocado toast in my next brunch top four, you will be doing said action. Do the deed, yeah. So you have he, thought he about putting Hershey it. kisses. Look, on you you mess with Ben's the bull, you mess with the bull, Ben. You get the horns, and you know what? I'll see your ass in court. That's fine. Wow. All right. <laughs> if you well, do that. We've got. Uh, I'll have the we've, popcorn we've, ready. We've, we've got a heck of a of a segment of content here. If, if you and I go to a hearing and we have to start arguing with each other, Wait, Frankie, Frankie, can, you know, Frankie, can you get a judge? Yeah, Frankie, get the judge on. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm hungry now. <laughs> I, I'm really hungry from all. Real this quick, talk. because before, a lot of the bench they talk, you worked up an appetite, did you? Before yeah. we do Taco Bell, and we have a, a new item we want to try, which you'll have to go to our TikTok. Oh, I guess we'll post something on our story too. Um, a new soda 
we found we're going to try live um, right after we're done filming. But you posted something on your story, Shane, that me and VJ, I think we quickly saw. We didn't read into because we wanted to save it for the pod. I haven't seen it. So I don't know if this is going to be a get out of here. I don't know if this is going to be a get in here. I don't know if this is going to be a... Well, it's definitely not a get in here. Because this guy... So is it a get out of here or is it like a... uh, He's officially on my oh, no, no list. Oh, no, no. Yep. Okay. Yep. So I guess the floor is yours. I guess is this going to be our closing segment of 62? I suppose it can. I mean, we've got got a little bit more to talk about. I don't know if you want to make a post-game show um, about the draft... Oh, yeah, you want to do the draft real quick before we talk about... Let's do a couple things real quick. Business on top made their debut on ESPN. Well, yes. Detroit Sunday game, Red Wings, Wings, Florida Panthers. (laughs) One-third of BOT, dude. Hey, look, I'll take it. Panthers celebrated a goal. I made it. I made it on TV. I never thought I would get on ESPN. Yeah, no, that was great. I guess at one point I thought I would get on ESPN, but not for that reason. But it, was, it was impressive that you did not yeah, yeah it was, it was, it was interesting you know the phone it was the high phone, definition the phone blew up for a few minutes it was on espn regular although this is the second time there we've were, had a beautiful stage to promote bot first time talking to brandon nimmo second time being on espn you could have just been rocking oh. a, uh, a bot we're gonna have to do hockey jerseys now that's gonna be our next thing of merch. Oh, that's a good BOT idea. BOT hockey jerseys. Yep. And you can just put your Panthers patch on there if you want. Or BOT or... BPI jerseys. Yeah. BPI oh. jerseys sponsored by BOT. I'm down for that. Or maybe a Panthers jersey with a BOT patch. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Is, is is this team gonna make a run to the Stanley Cup? God, I have so much. To, we could carry an hour. That'll probably be next. That'll this, be next week because yeah, the NHL week. playoffs start right. on Monday. Right, so we'll save, right. that for we'll next save week. it. We'll we are definitely it. going to have a hockey-heavy um, podcast next week. Well, so if you like, I mean, I don't know if you like to hockey. puck, have we got the podcast for you? Okay. Oh, yes, we do. But can you believe tomorrow's <laughs> the NFL draft? This has got to be the quietest NFL draft in probably the last, at least the last ten years. There's no quarterbacks. Yeah, it's Kenny Pickett. Oh, What's going on? It's Kenny Pickett, and that's it, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, even him, Kenny. he's borderline. Like he's 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 got small hands. Like a <laughs> and he wears gloves. He's like a mid first round, arguably. I mean, it's well, a defense funny, heavy draft. It's defense and like a couple of good wide rides. Do you remember how pe- how good wide people rides. thought Sam Howell, oh, the quarterback outs, from North Carolina, right. was going to be? Huh? People yeah. thought Sam Howell was going to be fantastic, and and he just had a terrible season that. I mean, he was a top five consensus pick when the college football season started. Yeah. He's too Is small. Is he even in the first round anymore? He's supposed to be. Last I heard, he was supposed to be a second round pick. He might sneak into the first, depending on, you know, when a team picks a quarterback. You know how that goes. It'll yeah. start all sni- a domino. I know you're all sniffly. Were you emotional about uh, Sam, no, I don't know what's Sam going Howell's on. drop? I don't know what's I mean, going as, on. I mean, as a Jets fan, I mean, I'm ready for uh, a pretty good draft. So As a Giants fan, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see. Uh Maybe we'll get Debo, and that'll switch things up. But um, that would have to happen like right before the draft. So I mean, it's it's literally like a day before. Hours. Yeah, yeah, it's it's tw- less than twenty four hours. But it's gonna be fun. I think it'll be a good. I think the Jets have a good GM now, where he'll figure it out like one way or the other. If we don't get Debo, I think we'll get some really good picks for the future. But I'm also in the in the mindset that we should just win now just get debo like just sell out and just buy you get him because he's a game changer 
Over uh, under week two and a half where VJ's Jets hat is thrown into the corner. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll go, That's a good bet. I'll go over, but not by much. I can say week four. Uh, I was, I was. For now, keep I thought on. that you might say over under. Tyree Hill does his best Antonio Brown impression and runs off the field shirtless. Oh, no, I, I giving think up that's on the a, I, I don't think anyone else in the league will hopefully do that. But um, I, I still can't believe the draft is tomorrow. Normally, the draft is very, uh, you, you know, following along. Draft. You read a couple mock drafts. I mean, this is a big impact on fantasy football, which we all play. And I don't know anyone that's, you know, maybe there's some receivers that might Jameson be draftable. Jameson. Yeah. yeah, I've never a been guys. a big draft person, so I, Does I don't know. Have... I can say I can sympathize or kind of jive with you on this discussion, but I, I get it. People are really big into the draft, but I think it's kind of just like trafficking and hypotheticals, and I just have never been a big fan of that. Yeah, I put it, it together on the field. Yeah, I mean the big thing is is football, and you know. A lot of people who don't like baseball or basketball rally around the draft because it's it's a little well, taste think, of football. The thing about this is like the perfect example that I've used, especially like it's the modern example when um, the draft class of Burrow from a couple of years ago, and somebody said, "Would you rather have Tua or or Burrow?" And Mike Tannenbaum, who actually was you know funny enough, worked for the Jets, who worked for the Dolphins, said, "You know what? I'd rather have Justin Herbert." And everybody laughed at him. And now look at it. Yeah, it, you never, you never know the until they put the pads on and they go on the field. You really just don't. So, I don't know. I, I've always thought it was kind of a pointless exercise, but you know, it's fun. You get together, you go to a bar, you you get excited about. It's part your team, of the off season. Yeah, it's part of the off season. Um, we'll I gotta. See. I yeah. We'll see. Tomorrow we'll see. More exciting things going on in sports. More exciting things going on at work. I apparently um get. I gotta hear this. M- yeah, yeah, MMA. Gotta hear the story. I have no idea what happened. Oh, oh. Well, let me tell you a little something about uh, about my office and the way that it's set up. <laughs> I don't know if you guys know, but I drive. Uh, turn wait, wait, wait. Can we make a guess? No, actually, that might ruin it. No, no. Let them say. Let All them right, say, just say it. say it. We have a parking garage that's located across from our building where we are permitted to park, and in that parking garage are six electric car spaces. Now, because of the way that gas prices have been and because of um, just, I think, gen- the general trend of um, where cars are going, there are more electric cars. And I had an electric car before it was ever a problem, and we were allowed to charge as much as we wanted and as often as we wanted, and nobody would really ever keep an eye on it. But recently, my office building, because we were only one floor of the whole building, decided that there was going to be a four-hour hard charge limit on uh, how long you could charge your car in the spaces. So long story short, I got to the office at 9 o'clock today. I have a deposition at 12, 12 o'clock. And depositions, as you know, are often involve a lot of questions and can run longer than one hour. So at 1.30, which is four and a half hours past the – Four and a half hours past the time that I initially parked and 30 minutes past the time that I needed to charge. I go down and I am about to move my car and the parking lot attendant, who I have had nothing but good interactions with up until this point. I parked my car. I, I spoke to him one time when I was about to move my car and he was like, yo, I, I'll give you a buzz. I'll shoot you a text if you if you ever need, uh, if, if I ever 
need to tell you that your car's over time. I'll let you know. I'll make sure I give you a heads up. Never heard from the guy. Never got an email warning that I was over time. But apparently, he took the liberty within the 30 minutes. Mind you that I am the only car that's charging out of these six charging spaces. So it's not like somebody's circling the parking lot and waiting to charge, and I'm part of the problem. There are five other charging spaces that people have already moved from because they have obeyed the rules. And so my thing went over. I went down to move my car as quickly as I could. And he says, well... You, I've had enough of you. I'm sick of you gaming the system. I called a tow truck. This is ridiculous. You lost your tr- car charging privileges. Meanwhile, this guy's a, this guy's basically a meter maid, and he's just checking to make sure that no one's parking. So, so, so I was like, All right, you know, you know, a guy. I I don't really. You're not that guy. I, yeah, yeah. Come on. Yeah, what the? My my thing was like, look, I don't really respect your opinion. It's not your decision whether my car parking privileges are revoked. I'm just saying. So I, I moved my car, figured it wasn't worth it to get into an argument with him. But uh, apparently, like, he tried to have the car towed out from under me. Didn't give me any kind of notice. Didn't say, hey, like, come down and move it in the next 15 minutes. Didn't get an email. Didn't tell building management. So I go back to the building, and I, and I said, look, the guy got heated. I don't know why he's giving me a hard time. This is only the, the second time that I've been over four hours in, in the entire month. Uh, I've never done this before before it's never been a problem there were five open spaces just make sure i want to make sure that we're on the same page i don't want to get towed but i also want to be able to use the car charging spaces and they said you know what shane you're right it's not a problem (laughs) and i said (laughs) who is this guy and i said perfect and i sent i sent a nice diplomatically worded kind of petty email kind of throwing this guy under the bus saying oh you know did you include his name this guy's being a little over no i'm not gonna include this guy's name i'm gonna protect his no no no, no. not in in the pod but did you include i did include his name in the email okay because well because they need to know who who is starting who's starting the problem and i have had tenants in the building who have noticed my um little instagram story come up to me and uh, at least not come up to me but like message me and say hey i have the same problem too well, like, let's just say this, this guy. This taking his job. This guy's uh, punching a little bit above his weight class. Is this guy uh, older or younger? No, no, like a pretty young guy. Like I would say, he's probably kind of close to my age, and he's. I I, I don't know our age. I don't know why he's why he's upset. Yeah. I don't know why he's <laughs> upset. But his whole thing was like, well, you know, the building has to pay for the tow truck driver, and it's a waste of the tow truck driver's time. And I was like. Get the hell out of here with the tow That's worst case since, scenario. Since when do you care about... Well, it was his... I was like, well, whose freaking idea was it to get the tow truck driver to come here to tow my car? You could have waited or at least told me to move my car, and then you wouldn't have had to spend the building's money. So whose fault is that? It would have been an issue if, like, all the spots were yeah. filled. But, like, if, if you're the only car there... Like there's no, there, why would there be any issue? This is like, one of the, this is one of those problem. things where you are trying too hard to spite somebody, and you call the tow truck, and the tow truck got there, and I got there before the tow truck got there, and you have egg on your face because you put in a call too early and you didn't give me the courtesy of letting me know that I had to move my car, and I told them I was like, look, I was, I was in a, I was in a case proceeding. I can't just say, oh well, my parking expired. Court reporter, videographer, <laughs> yeah. witness, Wait. opposing attorney, everybody I take a go. break. I'm going to go down and move my car into a non-charging parking spot. Yeah. Is 30 minutes really hurting anyone? I really don't think it is. But, Mr. Parking Lot Attendant, 
you've officially made an enemy out of me. He needs to just relax and, it's and get game, Taco Bell. And it's game on. And it's one nothing me. Because I can still park my car in that spot. And there's nothing you can do about it. And I wish that my car had a remote horn function. So that I can use the boombox feature. And turn my horn into farts while he's driving by in the golf cart. And just continually fart at him. Plot twist, it was Ben Simmons. What? <laughs> okay. <laughs> But not gonna, he, he has nothing better to do anyways. So. But I want to meet this guy. You are not yeah. you are not going to make an enemy out of me no. and get away with it. Yeah. It is game on, and you're punching above your weight class, son. You mess with the bully, get the horns. Yes. And wow. I'll leave okay. it at that. All right. All right, well. Uh, Taco Bell? Bell? Can we kill <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm hungry now. Yeah, it's it, I Sounds like this guy's maybe jealous. He doesn't have an electric car, and if you do, I don't know what. Look, he definitely I, I, doesn't listen to business on top. In his, so. in that's his, why he's miserable. In so. his meager defense, he could have been having a bad day, and I was just kind of the straw that broke the camel's back. Possibly, yeah. just like he doesn't know what I'm potentially going through. I don't know what he's potentially going through. Right. But if you're an a hole to me, I'm gonna make you pay for it. That same energy, man. It, I feel like it, it's if you were, if you will be nice to me, I will be nice to you. He crossed me. It's gonna be a problem. Right. There we go. Well, that's how BOT does. Because his and podcast is not the Business on Top podcast. Also, and he hates us because he ain't us. He ain't us. But if you want to be us, or if you want to listen to us, make sure you like, subscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe, re-rate, re-review. Make sure you follow us at Business on Top Pod on Instagram. We apparently have a TikTok. I don't care for it, but it Shane exists. Loves it. He loves it low key. And have a great week. We're going to check in with you next week. We've got a lot more coming. Stanley Cup playoff preview. Mexican pizzas. Mexican pizza is creeping closer. Shane Chernoff, VJ Patel, Ben Siegel saying good night. Let's Taco go Bell. eat. Stay tuned. Stay safe. Good night.